Well, I think from our gospel texts, there should be no doubt in our minds that our Lord means business when it comes to the moral law. And he says that our righteousness needs to exceed that of the scribes and Pharisees. The scribes and Pharisees' righteousness, uh, for probably many of them, was authentic, but, but obviously there was a large number of them that uh, were righteous in some ways, but ultimately, in the last analysis, they, they truly were lacking in virtue. They were lacking in charity. Uh, they were lacking in um, self-control, even, and in other areas. And uh, there was enough of them that, that were vicious in this capacity such that our Lord could use them as a kind of a mascot for uh, the hypocritical and the, and the wicked and those who are religious only in an external fashion. Uh, and so our righteousness needs to go beyond that. It needs to be true. It needs to be authentic. It needs to be deep. And um, so there's no doubt, our gospel text leaves us no doubt, that our Lord is, is in a manner, he's, he's strict, he means business. Uh, we need to be holy. It's as simple as that. If you're going to be a Christian, you need to live up to that commitment that you made at your baptism, and there's really no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Nonetheless, our Lord is merciful. And I think we see this today in our feast day with uh, St. Barnabas. If we go to our text from the book of Acts, we see Barnabas, uh, he's a good man, and it says that he's filled with the Holy Spirit. And it, his name itself, his, his original name actually, his given name in Hebrew was Levi. Um, but his, kind of like the nickname that he was given by the early uh community in Jerusalem was Barnabas, which is an Aramaic uh, title that means son of encouragement. And so Barnabas was, uh, there was a, uh, a manner about him, he had a kind of a virtue and a characteristic about him that he encouraged people. And I think we see this, he goes in, in the book of Acts, he goes and he visits these, these disciples, and uh, I'm not exactly sure, I have to go back to the context, how these people actually came to believe in Christ is not totally clear. Um, but I'm sure they were very imperfect in their understanding of the gospel, and they were they were Gentiles, so they were probably coming off uh, some very immoral practices, and maybe still had a lot of room to grow in terms of their holiness and their morality. But Barnabas doesn't come and and crush them and tell them to you know get with it, observe the law, or you're out of here. He sees the grace of God in their life. And that's a, that's a wonderful thing for us to be able to recognize the signs of grace in other people's life and focus on that positive work of God in their life and encourage that and, and help that grow, facilitate that. Uh, a good priest, a good confessor, um, a good parent, a good friend should be able to do that in others. Um, and uh, it says that he was filled with the Holy Spirit. And this is really uh, one of the, the main functions of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit in our tradition and in the scripture is called the paraclete. It's a Greek word that means one who uh, speaks on behalf of another. 
So he's our advocate, but also he speaks on our behalf in the sense of he encourages us. And so it's only appropriate that Barnabas, who was full of the paraclete, would himself be a son of encouragement and be able to recognize the grace of God in, in people's lives and to be able to encourage and facilitate that grace. That's how God, oftentimes, Jesus comes to us in his mercy and he relates that way to us. And he teaches us uh, to be able to relate to others that way. And so today as we commemorate this memorial of St. Barnabas, we remember uh, the severity of the Lord and the seriousness of the moral law, but also his mercy uh, and his kindness and his propensity to give us encouragements.